time like the present. Uh, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Men of the Machine. I'm Kevin. I'm Pat. And it has been a sweet while since we've actually, since since I've done any recording at all in front of any mics. Uh, even though it may not seem like that because we're so goddamn efficient at putting out new material on the regular. It's actually just because we had a bunch in the bank. I was in Arizona for the last week, and then before that... What, there was some reason why we couldn't record right before I left. There, something came up. I don't remember. And I was like, I don't, oh, don't worry about it. I have two of them saved on my computer. It won't matter. Which, thankfully, those two saved it from mattering. But, but there you go. But, um, yeah, it's been like a solid week and a half of that. And, I mean, hell, even more than that of just conversation in general because I've been in Arizona. And it yes. was awful. And I don't and recommend it to anybody. <laughs> You've been ignore, ignoring me in favor of Mason Big Penis and his Grand Canyon. I mean, when you go to Arizona, the one time in your life you're going to go, you might as well ignore everyone in, in existence until you get back. That's just that's just logical. That just Is makes it? the most sense. Uh, Does it? it? It was cool, though. I went, I went to the Grand Canyon, which, okay, we've had this conversation before at work, and I've told everyone this. I don't care for nature. It's not really my bag. No, hiking is doesn't do it for me, which I did two hikes there. One was worth it. The other one was just god-awful. And, uh, like, sunsets, everyone's taking all the pictures, and you go to the beach, and you, I don't give two dams. But the Grand Canyon is indescribably amazing. I couldn't even <laughs> fathom what I was looking at when I was looking at it. So, Mason, throughout the whole time, because he's gone a handful of times because he lives there, he was like, you know... Uh, how big is it where are we going what side are we gonna see how much are we gonna see i knew it was big but he would always be like i don't know how to answer that i can't really explain that and i was like what do you what do you you mean i could just google the size of it and look it up that way like why can't you explain it he's like just trust me you'll see when you get there so we get there we also went to the meteor crater which is the largest most well-preserved crater site in the world and it was pretty cool. I'm happy we went beforehand because seeing it like without any sort of scenery was was neat. It was like, oh, yeah, look at this big old hole in the ground. Like, woo. And it cost 18 bucks a person. But, yeah, I, man, boy, because the Grand Canyon was free. We looked it up. There was no price for it online. And uh, we showed up. And they're like, yeah, that'll be $18 a person. And I was like, are you freaking kidding me? I don't have time. I don't. What? I got food to buy and stuff, which is mostly what I did there. Oh, by the way, we're gonna be talking about wrestling in a, in a little bit, but the, I just, I really, I haven't been able to tell you about Arizona. I haven't been able to really talk about it on a major scale because you ignored me. Not because I, I couldn't have told you everything I was doing when I was doing it. I didn't even tell Franny most of what I was doing until the end of the night when I talked to her. But okay, so. What was I saying? Oh, we got to the, the the meteor crater. Cost way too much money. Super disappointing. But it was cool to see. Like I said, it is the largest in the world, and it's the most untouched. All the other ones that are around have been mined and leveled and whatever. So it was pretty cool. I have a bunch of pictures. But then unless we it go, has Thor's hammer in the middle of it, I don't care. <laughs> it, there's not. Although that would be a hilarious thing if Disney bought out that like mile because it's about a mile across, a mile diameter. So or mouse circumference that's a pretty big difference and i can't remember it was big enough that i would believe you if you told me it was a mile end to end but i would also believe it doesn't matter (laughs) whatever um oh the cat got trapped in my room with me she'll live and then we drove down the road and you meet up with the grand canyon there's like the the little end tail there's a bridge goes over it you're like that's the grand canyons mason's like i know shut up just shut up we're gonna keep driving so we drove for hours. That day we spent so much time in the vehicle, like eight hours in the vehicle uh, just driving. And then you start following the Grand Canyon, and every, like, I don't know, 10, 15 miles, you get, a, you get close enough to it to see it again. And every time it's like, oh, 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 it's getting big. Like, you, it, just, you don't, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. It's like being with a male prostitute. Wait, wait, wait. It just, wait are, we, are we talking about Mason's penis or the Grand Canyon? No, that's always been the same size, which is just absurd. But <laughs> we got, we, man, I'm just thinking about Mason's penis right now. It's just, I'm like, what's going on? 
For those who don't know, it's very large. I seen it in high school. I was like, no, I didn't believe that it was real. He had sent a bunch of pictures to a friend of ours. She's like, trust me, it's real. Things like the Loch Ness Monster, you just don't see it coming. And, uh... I bet people have. I mean, I'm just Well, saying. yes. He's had, he's had three, I think it was three, separate women actually watch him pull his pants down and go, yeah, I, I can't do this, and, and <laughs> not sleep with him because of that. He got turned down because it was too large. How... T- that's just, I almost feel like that would be worse than getting turned down for it being small. Because there's no, it, when it's small, you just know that's what you're, you kind of like go into it and you would just be like, sure, this is what I'm working with. But when you're that big, you're cocky and you're like, yeah, oh buddy, this is what they talk about. And then they're just like, no, no, I just, I just can't. Like, that's so disrespectful. God. Anyways, as I was saying. You get closer, there's lots of lookout points, you keep looking, every time you stop at another lookout point, it just gets more, like, magical, it's it's absurd. And then you get to the very last main part, we were on the southern rim, I guess the northern's supposed to be a whole different view, and obviously we weren't going to drive the extra four hours to go see that. So, we, st- we got to the final spot, and I just took so many pictures, it was so cool, it's it's crazy big like even standing right in front of it you can't like your depth perception gets completely thrown off by all the different valleys and mountains and like cutouts and stuff it just doesn't like the pictures i took the colors the contrasts are so stark between the different like distances that it it doesn't do it justice it's it was cool it was the only time i've ever been wowed by nature because mother nature blows (laughs) we spent the last thousands of years making indoors nice so that way we don't have to go out into it and i'm happy with that yeah i've always said like my ideal is like uh what they've shown me in blade runner and what they've shown me of coruscant in the star wars films where like a place where it's all city like there's no fucking greenery whatsoever there's no nature there's only city that seems like the ideal way to go well i i kind of hate city but i get that i get that too which okay arizona is I, I have I've sent you did I send you any pictures? I sent you a few, just a handful. You sent me the one on the cliff. Okay. So the main hike we did was called Camelback Mountain, and that was awful. There's no if you like camping, you would absolutely love it. There's like no regulations for for trails and stuff like that in Arizona. So you're actually rock climbing for a lot of it. There's not like yeah, you no, know walking that. up steps and all that there's just boulders that you climb around and i was blown away by how like and and the rocks are getting smoother because every year millions of people hike this and they just get slipperier and i was like mason do people ever die ever die on here he's like yeah a couple every year i was like what what Ugh. i mean you hear that about anything but still anyways i almost died my heart was racing so fast and i'm so out of shape i wanted nothing to do with it but when you get to the very top the coolest thing about it was Phoenix is, is where he's at. Mesa, but anyways, it's a metropolitan of Phoenix. When you get to the top and you look out, it's just, it's, it's just like city. Not skyscraper city, but, you know, roads and cul-de-sacs and stores and strip malls and all that kind of shit. You know, like, um, it's basically like taking Saratoga and just keep stacking it side by side by side all around. And it goes on as far as you can see until you reach mountains. Like it didn't make any sense. There's no, na- there's no nature besides the mountain you're on and the big round circle of mountains that surround Phoenix. Other than that, it's just roads, people's driveways. There's no yards. No people don't know what yards are there. It's absurd. But it was cool. That mountain was cool. And uh, but food. This is the last thing I'll say about Arizona. The food was amazing, and a couple of them in specific. One, I went to In and Out Burger. And yeah, I know you. I, I don't remember you ever saying you wanted to go there, but I believe you for knowing how much you like burgers. It was good. Um, I'd say it's comparable to like Five Guys and Smash Burger, but it's only three dollars and fifty cents. So for a double cheeseburger, animal style, or it's like three eighty-five or something, that's crazy cheap. That's where it wins. But uh, I went to this place and had pasties, which are like um, pot pies. But like, well, like hot pockets is a better way to. Explain no, I've it. I've, yeah. I've I've heard of them. Yeah, so good. Oh, I got a lamb vin- vindaloo one. Hoo-hoo-y. 
I love lamb though, so I guess. And then we went to this great Australian bakery. Went to this place called the Citizens um, Something House. Uh, I don't know. And they had a chopped salad that's so famous it has its own like website and Facebook page and all this stuff. It was very good. It was next level good. And a bunch of other really good food. Who cares? Tortas that were amazing, which is a Mexican sandwich. And um, I'm trying to think of a few last things we had. But the main reason I went there, screw all the other food. I would just go to this place a thousand times. We went to Chino's Banditos. Google it. It was on Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives, which doesn't mean much, but I love that show, so I was excited. It's a Mexican-Chinese combo place. I had on my plate, I gotta look at the picture to remember what we all had. I won't remember the names well enough, but I had... um, So you can get a single meat, two meats, different types of rices, and two types of beans, or you can get anything they have in a burrito or anything they have in a quesadilla. And, uh, screw it, I'm not looking at the picture. I know, I got, the first time we went, we went twice, because I had to go again. I got barbecue pork, or barbecue pork ribs, or whatever it's called, which was amazing, and I can't pronounce it, but it was basically just, um, like, chipotle seasoned chicken, with pork fried rice and refried beans. And it was super good together. And then Mason got uh, jade red chicken, which is their most famous, which is basically just a ketchup soy sauce that they put on and some other spicy chicken and he got jerk fried rice which the next time we went we got jerk chicken which was amazing uh and refried beans we never got the black beans but just you can have technically in jamaican as well but you can have mexican food and chinese food in one platter or in one burrito or in one quesadilla and it wasn't weird you'd expect like general Tao's chicken in a quesadilla to be weird it's not weird man it's totally natural I mean, I'm down. I'm just saying, if you if you're like, hey, we can go to this place or we can go to In and Out. I'm like, the answer is In and Out. Without like, a doubt, I don't deny your desire for In and Out. But once you've had both of them, if you ever get a chance, Chino's is the best food I had in all of Phoenix. And all we did was go to different restaurants because Mason wanted to show me stuff. I oh it, oh I want it again so badly. Ooh, uh, and then they give you what he considers the best cookie he's ever had i consider it a top three cookie one of the best snickerdoodle cookies i've ever had it was so soft and and chewy and cinnamony oh boy i want to go back (laughs) but arizona blows it's really hot it's all desert it's just city with driving like maniacs it's all highway like six lane highways everywhere you go and i'm not i'm not having it but yeah, my friend Menno just moved there. The food and Mason was a lot of fun. Oh, I bet Mason was a lot oh, of fun. Oh, you know it, bro. Wait, no. I mean, if girls <laughs> turned him down, do you really think I could handle it? No. Okay. <laughs> Come on, guys. Theirs is made for that. Mine's not. <laughs> I mean, isn't it, though? <laughs> In some cases, yeah. I mean, I guess we could argue that that's natural, too. So I, I can't really fight it that hard. But I fought it hard enough, okay? <laughs> Just know that if I was to go gay, that's not what I'm looking for. <laughs> More of like a uh, Hugh Jackman type of guy, okay? Ryan you have no Reynolds. idea what the hell he's working with. Don't need to. I just know I'm into him, all right? Fair enough. Yeah, that's all. Nothing weird with that. Uh, but yeah, Arizona was cool. I had a good time. I'm happy to be back, though, and... I really don't want to be back in normal life and going to work and stuff, but, you know, that's just apparently how it goes. Say la vie. Oh, quick something to talk about. Did you see Did you see the dude asking for immunity? Oh, man. Oh, this, yes. Yeah, this yeah. is, that's so saucy. I just thought it was absolutely amazing. I know I try to get us from not talking politics that often, but Mike Flynn is the... What was he? He was the national security advisor. Former. He, he stepped down because he lied on the record about having any sort of communications with Russia. Yeah. And they were like, hey, not cool. And he's like, I'm, what? I'm just walking away. No biggie. Which is whatever. That's its own thing. The whole Russia thing is separate. Then it took a super saucy turn. And he's asking Congress and basically the government for immunity to go on the record against... Well, not against, but uh, make a statement about the allegations with Russia and the Trump administration. And the thing I like the most about it, or I think is the most funny, 
was Mike Flynn was one of the loudest advocates for uh, pursuing the investigation with Hillary Clinton, which is fine. Again, think whatever you want about that as well. I think politics as a whole is fucked up, but right now we're just talking about this scenario. Um, he, he said during that whole thing, because they gave three different people immunity to protest or to um why am i i I don't i keep saying protest but what's the word i'm thinking of to uh protect themselves no no to to go and sit down and on record you know under oath in front of what's that word uh what do you mean like to give a deposition yes but testify 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 (laughs) brother um (laughs) yes uh so he's going on he said they there's three people who asked for immunity i don't know if they got it i didn't look past that um during that and he went on the record as saying you know f that we shouldn't give them immunity people who are looking for immunity means someone committed a crime you know all this really like which isn't wrong but it's you know he is very vocal about it and then he says no i didn't talk to russia and then he's like okay maybe i talked to russia i'm just gonna leave my job and now that the investigation into trump is getting you know is is continuing to move ahead i don't know if it's necessarily advancing in any way but it's at least staying active he's like i mean i got a few things to say but i don't want to get in trouble for it so me and mason talked about it i i'm excited to see where that goes i'm not because Anytime anything bad happens, unfortunately, it'll affect everybody. So we can all just be like, fuck Trump, impeach him. And then Mike Pence is there and it's like, fuck it. You know, you can be whatever you want. In the end, we all have to deal with the repercussions. But this is just exciting to see the way it's playing out. It's super hypocritical and I love it. What's the thing? It's like if you get rid of Trump, then you get then you get Mike Pence, then they, you go down the ladder like Paul Ryan, just like yeah. just, just shit on top of shit on top of shit on top of shit. I'm like, <laughs> there is no good option here. Well, again, depending on your political stance we both know where we land um the other thing that uh i thought was pretty funny was a, a facebook post. what thing the thing the thing with uh flynn it's just funny to me because it's like you don't ask for immunity if you didn't do something wrong <laughs> so like yeah, well yeah and that's what he said that, that he called out all of these people on clinton like he was like you did something wrong here's the and then it just to immediately not even a year later be completely turned around and put in those shoes and be like yeah you fucked up your administration well the one you were working for fucked up and now you're claiming that it's just this like no i don't want to get in trouble let me do it don't get me wrong i honestly am 100 percent for giving him immunity i want to know what he has to say because if we don't give him immunity he just doesn't have to testify and he can wait it out and probably never get in trouble anyways so it's like just give him it let's find out where this goes if he's gonna fuck up in life later that's cool but for now it's worth knowing well, yeah, that was like the OJ thing when like OJ got away with murder, essentially. Like, I mean, oh, let's, let's be honest. He probably, well, yeah, every bit all of signs, all signs point towards it. But I'm just being devil's he, advocate. He had the best fucking lawyers in the world. Um, but yeah, and then immediately after that, A, there's, there's a civil suit where they're like, OK, well, we're still going to call him responsible um, financially for the murder of these two people, so you owe us $300 million. Mm-hmm. And then immediately after that, he fucking uh, gets uh, sent to jail because he fucking was part of a thing trying to rip off sports memorabilia. I'm like, mm-hmm. once you have gotten away with murder, <laughs> the goal for the rest of your life <laughs> is you stay as clean as possible. Just don't go back to the light, okay? Because Run as away. Soon as, as soon as somebody has half a fucking chance, they will go after you. And so he's just a dumb son of a bitch. So the thing that was funny, that I rewatched, or I, mean, I watched the for the first time. Brother, I rewatched the first two episodes because mm-hmm. I'd rather show me those when they first aired. But um, I watched all of uh, People vs. OJ, uh, American uh, Crime Story on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's really fucked up that this is still topical and it's like 20 years later That's where true. it's basically like all the racial aspects of it are still well, things. Didn't all the like, cop- yeah, unfortunately that's not going away anytime soon, but didn't OJ release like a book or something of how he would do it or something like that if he had <laughs> done it? Yeah, it was like, I believe his exact words were, uh, if I did it, it would be good because I loved Nicole very much. I was <laughs> like... Yes, you cut the bitch's head off because you loved her very much. I, love like, you. I mean, the like logic is sound. Like it's just, it's, it's just, it's so fucked up, and I don't understand. Yeah, but like, it's the, like, oh Christ. Yeah, no, the whole OJ thing is a twenty-year-old 
thing of people just going, I can't believe this happened, and it still happened. So, But the funny thing I was talking about was I saw a thing online. You know, obviously, take it with a grain of, grain of salt, but Facebook, you know, people sharing around all this political shit. The one that I thought was funny is it's a to-do list from Trump. Have you seen it? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I'll share it to you. It's funny. It says, like, defeat ISIS in 30 days, and the in 30 days is scratched out, out and it's yeah. still not checked off. And then ban Muslims has three boxes, two of which had to be crossed <laughs> off because he tried and failed. Repeal... Obamacare got scratched out, turned to change. Also, two boxes scratched out because they didn't count. <laughs> build a wall and makes Mexico pay for it. Still unchecked, but Mexico pay for it. It's been crossed off, so it just says build a wall. <laughs> like, it's nonstop things like that. Investigate Hillary, question mark. Drain the swamp, got changed into replace the swamp with my friends, check. Make no cuts to Medicare, crossed out. Refuse salary, crossed out. Build the pipeline <laughs> with American steel. That's still there, but the American steel part's crossed out because we're sourcing that. And <laughs> just... It just, it just doesn't make sense to me um, how immediately someone can flip the script. Like, it's cool to run for one thing and try for it and, and constantly push for it, but as soon as you either disguise, decide something else is the right way or get any sort of pushback, you just walk away like, oh, shit, never mind, change. Like, that's <laughs> fucked up, dude. Like, you ran on something that was so important to so many people. Stick with it. I don't care if I disagree with it. I don't care if I disagree with it. That's irrelevant. If he said he was going to do something and just within a matter of weeks was just like, you know what? Fuck it. Don't care. Moving on. That's like, are you kidding me? I put my yes, stake you, in you. If you're following that logic, then it's just like, well, since Hitler committed, clearly he's like, he's the guy. Like he's like, it's like okay. he was just like, I'm going to kill a Jew. So like, no. All right. I don't, I don't like Jews very much. So then they, they, they that's not the same like, at all. I understand. Kind of I understand what you're saying, but that's not the same at all. Because in theory at least in theory as like the hitler thing that obviously went sideways and he got fucked and that's good and hopefully if history is we're, we're on the preemptive side of history right now where we don't know how it's going to end up so you want to at least hope that the person's sticking to their word obviously in 10 years we could have this conversation now and if i'm still saying this stuff yes make the comparisons to the nazis and hitler but preemptively we don't know what is capable of coming out and that's why i have a problem with them waffling i don't I, I mean, that's if, like I'm okay with like it's like it's like hey, you know all those horrible things I was running on. Never mind, I'm okay. Let's well, just like let's just keep things as normal as possible for the next four years, and I'm on my merry way. <laughs> like, I guess that'd like, be fine with me. Although a lot of my friends and a lot of the Trump supporters around here are already talking about how the next seven years are going to be wonderful. The next eight years, I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, sure, uh, maybe. I, <laughs> I hope nothing but the best. But I anticipate the worst. <laughs> so that, that's really all it is for me. Because uh, uh, Jeff, uh, uh, he—I don't know if he's a Trump supporter or if his wife is the Trump supporter and he just follows suit. I'm not sure because Cynthia is very politically motivated, and he obviously you follow your significant others if you don't care like franny doesn't care about politics so i'm like hey we're gonna vote for obama in 2012 and she's like okay and we move on with our lives but i don't know how that works with him but him you know like three or four managers at work every employee almost all trump people all talking about the next eight years and i'm like uh, it's not gonna happen i hope not at least i mean who knows well i mean that's the thing is like if if Red Dawn happens, <laughs> which isn't out of their own possibility anymore, sadly. Like, that could possibly be... Well, that's thing I think is funny, like, with the whole thing of, like... Wait, remake Red Dawn or original Red Dawn? I've never even seen the remake, so... Okay, I we're rolling that one out, original Red Dawn. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I watched the first, like, ten minutes of it, and was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with watching something else. <laughs> oh, you know what I have to watch? <laughs> I have to watch Red State. I still haven't seen Red State. It's not bad. Yeah, um, I want to check that out. But yeah, no. I mean, in theory, it's just like, I like the original Red Dawn. I like Thor. So, like, I should like this. And but Josh I Peck. But I into it. I like Josh Peck fine, actually. Yeah. Um, he was in The Wackness, which I love. Um, Never heard of it, but I'm sure it's good. But yeah, but I mean, I just I just couldn't really get into it. Um, but yeah, no, like, that's the only thing is, like, that's what I, I said to Justin the night that, like, he collected. I'm just like, you know what? Like... We have nukes. Russia has nukes. We have a crazy person. They have a crazy person. Like, mm -hmm. maybe humanity had their shot. Maybe this was the proof <laughs> that we don't deserve it. Like, we're just a flash in the pan too, as far as like species dominance on the planet go too. Like, we're we're the shortest reigning major species. Or I can't remember the exact wording of it, but it's basically every major extinction was followed up by one 
top dog, one alpha male, not with the intelligence of us, at least as far as we know, but with some sort of like, yeah, I do whatever the fuck I want and screw you. And uh, ours, our reign so far, human mankind has uh, is the shortest. So if we go out this quickly, huh, I, well, I had this conversation with my dad. I read a thing and it was like, the U.S. has seven thousand four hundred something nuclear warheads. Russia has seven thousand three hundred something. Korea has this many. Whatever, whatever. And I was like, wow, that's like fifteen thousand too many. And he's like, well, I mean, you need some. I was like, no, no, you don't. The minute, let's say. Because we all we're still dealing with the aftermath of Japanese bombs. Like there's still areas that are too radiated to uh, uh, plausibly live in or agri- like do agriculture there and stuff like that. So and those were old bombs. The new hydrogen bombs we have are a th- I think it, it, they did it on education. They're like a thousand times stronger, eight hundred times stronger than that bomb. Eight hundred times stronger, and we only dropped. Now, if you imagine just, let's say, five hit the outer edge of the United States, and let's say ten, because Russia's so big, hit the outer edges of Russia, the whole world's fucked. The radiation that goes into the jet streams, the amount of people that die immediately, the amount of land that gets destroyed, the amount of pollution that goes into the oceans, you're fucked. So when people are like, you just need, you know, the big stick sort of mentality like Roosevelt had, you just need, you know, talk softly with a big... No. You, you just want to talk clear and concise. You want to be diplomatic and realize that everyone has the ability to understand each other and we're not fucking cavemen anymore throwing rocks at each other. If you want to throw rocks at Putin, do it all day. I don't care. Get a trebuchet. Throw boulders. That's fine. Leave nukes out of it. No, I'm not disagreeing with you. That's the whole thing. Is like I feel like, I don't know. I'm not going to say I don't know how. I, mean, I do know how, but like... The fact that the UN hasn't just made the like, fucking thing of just like, hey, you know what we should do? Not have any more of these. <laughs> so America, well, fuck you. Yeah. Russia, fuck you. North Korea, fuck you. Pakistan, fuck you. <laughs> We're taking them all. We're disarming them all. Deal with what I you mean, fucking got to do. I can understand how that would be intimidating, though, a global government. I can definitely see the the fear that that puts in people. I'm all for it. I believe borders are bullshit. I don't understand why I can't drive 100 miles into Canada and just 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 to fucking do it like i don't i'm not asking to live there and work with your like be part of your culture there's definitely cultural differences where you go it's not fair to just jump into somewhere but the fact that i can't even just like mosey on through passers-by like even flying over some places is kind of fucked up like north korea and whatnot i'm like that's the part that i don't understand i'm not asking for global citizenship but I'm asking, like, I wouldn't appreciate, which I'll never see in my lifetime, the ability to travel at my own whim. Because people are fucked up. And there's nothing, I can't argue, it's just like, any any beliefs, you can't argue and say your side is right. Yes, to us, it's more logical, of course. But to people who agree with the wall, or who agree with certain religions, or who are, you know, obviously racists and bigoted and stuff like that, it's like, you can argue with them to the end of the earth, but the fact of the matter is you're not going to change their mind. They're not going to change yours. It's really tough. I just want people to leave each other alone. I don't care for love. Because I was listening to your guys' podcast with Kevin, and he's constantly, at the end of it, he was like, you know, just show kindness and love to each other and, and make each other feel something. Or you said, I don't remember, you both talked about it for a minute. And in my head, I'm just like, no, fuck that. Be an asshole to me. I don't care. But leave me alone. <laughs> like, do what you want, but just leave me alone. Well, no, because I mean, both Cardinal and I both identify as anarchists for basically the same yeah. reason. Because a lot of people that are like, that claim anarchists are basically like young punk rock kids who are just like, yeah, like smash the state, like blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it's just like, it's like this weird fucking like idea of like almost like escape from New York or something um, like this kind of like thing. The way I and Kevin kind of approach it is like fucking essentially uh, the way Emma Goldman wrote about it. Where basically it's like everybody's free to do their own thing as long as it doesn't infringe on anybody else doing their thing. So yeah. it's like that's the whole thing. It's like that's what I would. That's my ideal view of humanity my ideal government like everything like that do i think it's realistic no but do i is that the ideal we should strive towards in my opinion yes like the fact that like that's not what we're striving toward in fact we're making it worse befuddles me but like it is what it is but that's what i'm saying like that's the reason i've been that's a big part of the reason i've been trying to be a better human and less evil because i'm just like fuck dude like there's like way more evil people than me that are in and way how is higher that positions. going for you patrick 
How does Honestly, that make okay. you feel? <laughs> I feel I feel better about myself than I have previously. And that's oh, it's he... funny. It was like last night was like Kevin was being like he just like I enjoy being like evil. I'm like it's like it's funny how you're getting evil while I'm trying to be better. It's like, the <laughs> balance of this is kind of perfect. Um, that's fair. Yeah, because I, I wouldn't ever call him like a super nice guy, but he's always been super. He's reserved. He's himself. Like he's very. Oh, okay. I don't want to get in your way, and he's that. It's, it's a good way, but I wouldn't call it like super over not like me how i'm like hey how's your day going that's good yeah nice to see you like bullshit that i kind of spout off but that's not genuine that's usually just a facade for me to be like don't ask me how i'm feeling <laughs> and it works <laughs> i guess it gets me by <laughs> well the general rule is just i just don't ask i just don't care like, it's like if you if you ever notice oh, it works, didn't you ask share me how i'm thing? doing yeah you shared yeah. a thing on facebook <laughs> it's like, hey how are you i'm good aren't you gonna ask me how i'm doing Honestly, I just don't care or something exactly. like that. <laughs> it's like, like I literally like I've had people like do that. We're just like they're just like, oh hey, how are you? I'm like fine, and I just don't. And you can tell like they're waiting for me to ask. I'm like I don't fucking care. See, <laughs> I'm, the, like, I'm the exact opposite. Where at work when someone asks me how I'm doing, obviously your programmed answer is to go good and you or you know I'm fine. What about how how are you doing or what's up with you or whatever? I hate that. Like every now and again when I'm like consciously thinking because I listen to my podcasts while I walk around. When I'm like actually thinking about something, someone's like, hey, how's it going? I'm like, oh, you know, for example, me and Franny are going through, we had to sign her up for healthcare, which is, we, we were on the Affordable Care Act. We were on the ACA for, um, it's called Husky Insurance through Connecticut, uh, the state insurance, and Franny got a job, and now she doesn't qualify for any state plans across the board. This is a family that's bringing in barely, I don't even think we're bringing in 30000 a year to combined, and we didn't cover, or we didn't qualify for any state insurance so if you're saying that people are mooching off that fuck you it just means we're poor and the poorest can't even qualify like we don't even get the break so anyways um we go through that so when people are like hey how's you going at work i'll be like you know actually things are pretty tough we're going through health insurance have you looked into that like i want to talk about something and then they're just like yeah i'm good and they'll walk away and i'm like don't fucking ask me how i'm doing and not have an actual like legitimate interest in it if you're just doing it for social cues i want nothing to do with it get out of here what's the thing that's why like i will occasionally like tell people the truth just to freak them out and be like (laughs) and when people ask me like it's like how are you like really fucking bad how are you and then you almost watch them be like oh fuck (laughs) (laughs) i wasn't ready for this i'm not trained (laughs) jeff does that at work all the time not the walk away thing but he's constantly like oh shit what's going on like why are you acting different you you used to get me with that all the time a healthy living the the one or two days a, a month i'd be completely off and not my usual self you'd be like what's going on and that's been happening more often than not lately unfortunately but um, that was like, yeah, I can't remember who I was talking to, but I was just like, the one time I accidentally pissed you off, <laughs> I was just like, I immediately, like, normally I don't give a shit, but like, in that case, I was like, I'm, I immediately apologized and yeah. like, figured out how I to don't do, even like, remember. do I re- better. I remember what you're talking about. I was sitting at the desk and I completely blew you off, and I don't remember why I was so pissed. It was probably something stupid, but uh, who knows? But yeah, it's like you, you, Jeff, and maybe like two or three other friends, like Mason, that I can actually think of, have only ever really gone oh shit you're you just said good and you like seriously what's going on everyone else is just so comfortable with being completely oblivious to everyone and yet feeling like they have to be a part of it at the same time you know like if you don't say i'm doing good and you just walk away they're like what the fuck why aren't they talking to me but then if you actually tell them how you're feeling they're like no no too much there's a fine line good sir you crossed it i don't know where that line is well, was, that thing is like, yeah, I was like, because my friends, I give a shit. Like most humans, I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. well, <laughs> Christy and me were talking. She, uh, we, we had a game night with friends here. You know, I used to do that in Saratoga all the time. Be like, everybody come over, and uh, I was doing that here, and two of them fell through. The first one happened. Christy Sanchez, a bunch of good people. It was a really good time. Second time fell through, and I think the third time it fell through again. I was like, "What the fuck? Like, I'm not gonna try to do this if you guys don't want to. Don't don't be offend. Don't offend me by saying you don't really want to do it. I don't mind if you don't want to do it. I'm just interested in getting to know everybody because I'd only been working there, you know, two months or something." Um, and Christy and me were talking back because she's on the merch team with me, and she's awesome. And she was like, "I was like, why don't you ever invite us or, or you know anything like that?" Because she's one I got along with really quickly. And she said, I don't like rejection. I don't like being turned down. I don't like not making friends. And I was like, listen, I know we don't know each other well, but you made a friend for life. I'm not going to leave you alone. Like, we work together. Unfortunately, when you work with me, you have no choice but to get on a very personal level with me fast. I don't hold back, okay? 
and she laughed about it and now me and franny have gone over there a few times or we've gone over there once they've come over to us like three times it's been awesome but i just always think it's funny how it it was kind of like a shy sort of like i don't know do you want to hang out like i don't want to and then all of a sudden i was just like no fuck it we're best friends you're my friend now (laughs) it worked out well well that's the thing like for me it's like it's not a matter of like what the fuck (laughs) it's frank (laughs) i I, I grasped that thank you um it's not about having like rejection it's a matter of like most people i'm just like well i I want nothing to do with you it's like so like there's people that like i do i'm just like i will be like whatever this is like when you were just like wanted to hang out and stuff it was like yeah rock on like it's like whereas some people they ask me like yeah, I don't want. To, I've actually literally had people at work. It was like, oh hey, come out with us. Like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> no, thank you. They literally, they, there was like a store party, and um, like it was like a team building exercise. Yeah, they. And did I literally lot. told everybody who asked, I was like, I don't like you people. <laughs> I have. It's like if I'm not getting paid to deal with you, what the fuck makes you think I'm going to this? Like, there is literally zero chance. If yeah. I am forced to go to it. I will fucking call HR and be like, okay, this is unpaid work hours, so I need to either get paid for this or, <laughs> like, it's like, because free pizza ain't fucking worth me hanging out with you motherfuckers. Like, I want nothing to do with any of you. I guess I've never felt that strongly about people, but I can understand it. I could get that. Like, I'm generally like, pretty, like, I don't care who shows up. Because, um, what were we... When was the last time I thought? Oh, no, it was I, I was yelling at you, and then I yelled at Jeff the, later that day when we, I was talking about doing the WrestleMania episode. Because right now, you two are without a doubt my best friends. I mean, I have a lot of other really good friends, but you you two and Mason, obviously. Um, and, and, and we got into that tiff a few episodes back uh, where you were just... Not me. Well, we didn't really get into a tiff, but I said something about Jeff, and you said, fuck that guy, like, ten times. And then I said, no, 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 no. And then you said... He said something like he can die, and then I was like, "No, you're gonna be friends with him, and you're gonna like it." And it went sideways. But anyways, then I yelled at Jeff later, and I was like, "Listen, you two are the two most important people in my life right now. I have a podcast going with each of you. I want to do a crossover episode. It's gonna can happen regardless." No, no, I you're no, no. Now you're. Happen. It's gonna happen still. I'm not saying. Oh you're, no, I still hate him, but I'm yeah, still but down. Neither of you are. <laughs> neither, neither of you are throwing fists or, or throwing like your hands up anymore. You're just like fine. Like you've made your point. Let's do it. We just haven't gotten around to doing it yet. But uh, like that's that's how I feel with pretty much anyone. If I like one of you, just one of you, I'll deal with the other ten. Like I'll, I'll I'll tolerate. It won't be fun, but I'll be like sure. And who knows? Maybe there'll be a good conversation, or maybe we'll sing Leanne rhymes together, or maybe you know whatever. But I, I've never been. Uh, no, that's not true. I've done it once. Um, and no offense towards him, Dennison. I love you. I love you, Dennison. But he invited me to TGI Fridays with like two of his other buddies that I didn't know, and I was just like, yeah, I'm gonna sit this one out. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and not go to that. What's the thing? I've I've had kind of the opposite experience in the case of like, since I've been friends with Cardinal, like I've made tons of friends of people who, I mean, you wouldn't, like, it's like, I wouldn't necessarily think that I would be friends with. Not like like I had anything against them or anything, but just because like I wouldn't know them. Like I wouldn't have any way of really knowing them. Yeah, yeah. Like the like last episode or the episode we haven't actually aired yet, but the one, the last one Kevin and I recorded. The one you uploaded the picture, you sitting on the floor with everybody in there. Okay. Yeah. That was, uh, me, Kevin, uh, Asa, the singer of Kevin's band, and yeah. Luke, who um, is uh, the singer of William Hale um, and the boyfriend of the uh, keyboard player of Kevin's band. And, like, Luke is, like, the coolest fucking dude in the world, and so is Asa. Like, they're fucking amazing. And it's, like, if I hadn't, like, been friends with Kevin, I would have never spoken to them. Like, it's just, like, so it was really cool. Like, they even, like, they came into a Best Buy the other day. And I was just like Luke. It, just, it was like it was, it was Luke and Max's brother who was also on the. Um, he was he directed like co-directed like Nowhere, so he was on that episode. Oh, gotcha. And it's like I love those guys, and I never would have really known them otherwise. Would I ever so be able like, to watch like Nowhere? I would assume so. Is it on like, the it's, internet? Uh, it's not. It's I think it's everywhere but Hulu, according to the last time we did the podcast. That was almost a year ago though, so it might be on there now. I have no idea. This is that was like their white whale. Um. But I know you can buy it for, like, streaming and stuff. Um, Shit. And he, he, wow, that's so cool that he freaking lives right in, right near you, and he directed a movie that's on everything. I yeah. didn't know that. I thought it was, because I remember you and Kevin talking about watching that movie, and you were just like, yeah, we're, I, th- I thought it was, like, his own DVD. He's like, look, I made a movie. Like, let's put it in. I didn't realize it was an well, actual. That, that was before it had an official release. 
Mm-hmm. That one he had given us like a secret link, and so we watched it on Kevin's uh, patio one night, and I was just like, that was actually awesome. And then, um, like, I was just like, it kind of reminds me. And I even said to uh, Max when we first, I think it's like, I don't know, I can't say for sure because I'm not inside of his head, but I was like, I think when he kind of understood like the way my like horror nerdery goes, mm-hmm. was like when I was just like, it's like Evil Dead meets like Friday Thirteenth Part Two, and he just like, actually, yeah, that's yes, <laughs> and that, I just like, that works. I've been trying uh, to think of how to say it, and you said it, buddy. You got it. And the best part of that is actually um, the dude who, who uh, is one of like the main, like basically the one who becomes a zombie in the movie, and you see his dong. Um, nice. I'm actually now like, de- like pretty decent acquaintances with because he lives with his dong. I don't. Well, yeah, obviously, I don't think lives <laughs> there. If he just comes out there a lot, but um, he's at the house that Kevin practices in a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nate coolest fucking dude in the world like and it's just like and like when i first like met him i was just like i've seen your dong uh, <laughs> it's good to know what you got working under there buddy <laughs> i really appreciate it <laughs> um but yeah because i even went to uh and I, i've actually now seen it on a big screen because um we went uh kevin justin and i went to uh 190 uh like the you know like the kind of indie theater slash like uh restaurant in uh Quince falls um, oh, used to be like Amy's food and Andy's food and whatever. It's still that. It's still Amy's. It just it's it's the same concept. But they changed the name to the 190 Grill. Okay. Um, but uh, they did like right before Halloween. They did like um a screening of like Nowhere, and uh, I was like, I want to fucking see that on the big screen. Like hell yes. And um, so we went, and it was like uh, in Max like hosted and everything. I was so pissed though because they had merch. I didn't have any cash on me. Uh, I was like, oh fuck! You, you can't guys. reach out to him and just be like, you got anything left over? Well, I assume they probably sold a lot of it. They didn't have a ton. Yeah. So like, I was just like, he's like, oh, you can go hit the ATM. I'm just like, eh. but like, by the time I get back, if it's like if there's nothing there, I'm just like, oh yeah. So I was like, whatever. Like, I'll have paid time. two dollars in ATM fees for this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um but yeah no like so i'm just saying like it's like we actually recorded um a podcast the night after like because i think it's like i didn't i always kind of assumed i was kind of doing it in a vacuum and then um there was one night it was uh when we went to uh it was the spirit of violence's first show who are one of my favorite local bands if like you can find them on Bandcamp, they're amazing um kind of like queens of the stone age um okay. with black sabbath um but yeah like uh we went to uh their first show and it was in albany and there was like tons of people like telling us about like how much like they liked the podcast, even if they didn't care about the subject matter. Like the singer of uh, them, Jimmy, who's a really cool dude, was like, I don't give a fuck about Cats America, but I was still down to hear you guys talk about it. <laughs> and I was just like, I even told Kevin afterwards, I'm like, I don't know how to deal with this. And he's like, what do you mean? I was just like, I'm really more used to people either being indifferent to what I'm doing or hating what I'm doing. <laughs> so like everybody being like super positive and supportive. I'm like, I don't understand what to do. Like, I was just like, I'm much more comfortable with it. Like, I know how to deal with hate. I've been dealing with that since I was like fucking a child for as long as I remember people fucking hating me for like the shit that I liked and the shit that I did. So like the fact that I had people suddenly being like, oh yeah, dude, I love that shit. I'm just like, I don't understand. Like, yeah, the crowd you hang out with is like exactly who your podcast is tailored for like there's no reason why they shouldn't like it i'm not saying that but it just it never clicked because i always kind of assumed we were just kind of like basically screaming into an echo chamber yeah and and then like i had people like random fucking like people who i didn't even know personally who were like into it and i was just like this is fucking weird and i've kind of come to terms with it but it's still fucking weird for me um that's good we've got i've gotten i don't know how many people listen to this one honestly I, we have uh, a few dozen listens every, t- every time we drop a new episode and I can't see any of who it's, it's from and I haven't looked for like names so I don't know who listens to this but this is just fun for me to do I just enjoy yeah. doing it well that's the thing is the reason I was doing the other one because I was just like that's literally the only reason I was doing it because I was just like oh hey like this will be this will be something that will be cool we just kind of like just get it get my thoughts out there into the world like it'll be cathartic and it'll feel really good and it did and I never even really thought about other people listening to it until I found out there were people that were. And I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? Like, this mm-hmm. is fucking weird, dude. Well, I mean, it's good. I mean, it, that's the whole point of doing this. That's what you want is to get the 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 end-all be-all, like the dream, I guess. Not the end-all be-all because more likely than not, we'll just do this for a few years. No one will ever listen and we'll be happy we did it. But the dream is that it eventually picks up and you have the ability to get a sponsor or at least some sort of plug. And that would be cool. So who knows? Who knows? Well, no, but, yeah, I said that before. I was just like, if I, it's like I was talking to this girl, Sam Barry, the other day. 
she'd be like working full time. Like if I, it's like, it's, it's like, shoot, I was just like, if I could get away with not working full time and still like pay my bills and everything, it'd be awesome. And it was like, I was like, unless I could like get like successful podcasting or directing films, in which case I'd probably work as many hours as I was allowed <laughs> and just be like, yes, I will accept more. I will work until I am dead. Just let yeah. me keep doing this. Yeah. That's what I, I can't remember who I was having this conversation with, but, uh, I was talking about how I wanted to do this, and they're like, so you want to be famous? I was like, no, no, no. I don't want to be famous. I want enough money to survive. Not, I don't need lavish bullshit. Literally just pay for groceries that are healthy for my wife because of her diabetes that are healthy for my wife and keep a running car in the driveway and a two-bedroom house, and I'm happy. But... I want the ability, A, to reach people. I love the idea, because, like, whenever famous people do the, like, talk, you know, this person said this, and then they talk about it, like, tell them Steve Dave constantly has writers saying random shit. Edumacation is all about what people send in. Like, that's what I love. And that's still work. People are like, you're just talking. It's like, no, I also have to edit, and I also have to pay for the uploading, so it's got costs. I bought this program. I bought this mic. It's got costs. Like, it's not just about having fun, talking to my friend. I enjoy the input output that me and you have with each other and me and jeff have and you and kevin have like that's work in itself it may just not be swinging a hammer unfortunately (laughs) there's a lot of people out there who make a lot more money doing a dramatic amount less that you watch on tv every day so Mm -hmm. fuck you okay (laughs) my wife watches keeping up with the kardashians when i'm not home and i have a problem with that so neither here nor there let's move on we've been talking for 47 minutes i didn't think it would go that long we we just kept just kept kept rolling. Uh, let's play famous movie pairs. And after these, I'll be all out, and I've got to start brainstorming more up. So next week, it'll be all fresh. They won't be stale sitting here, me pushing them to the side. So famous movie pairs, the three that I've kept pushing off, we'll start with one, Corey and Sean from Boy Meets World. I'm clearly <laughs> Sean. <laughs> I look more like Sean, but yeah, I'm Corey. I'm too adorable and innocent for that. <laughs> There's no exactly. way I'm the bad boy. I even rocked the leather jacket, which I'm pretty sure is because of Sean. Like, actually, I feel like if, if you go further back, I think the whole reason I started wearing it, or at least the reason I wanted it, was because of Ruby from Monster Squad. But, like, definitely reinforcing it. Was it like a Sid Vicious thing? That was definitely a factor, I'm sure. Because like, going back, because my dad used to play, like, punk rock in my house when I was a little kid. So, like, I really thought the image was cool. And I liked the music, obviously. Um, but it was just probably like somewhere like stuck in my brain mm-hmm. because like the remember I remember like the, the first time I was just like I need that was like when I saw Monster Squad which like, I was like the thing that's funny is I watched Monster Squad as an adult and I was like I have not stopped dressing as Rudy since I was like an adolescent <laughs> <laughs> I am still doing this neat <laughs> no, no regrets no regrets whatsoever <laughs> I, I can't stick to a style I cut my hair I shave my face I change my clothes whoever hands me down clothes that's the style I wear like I don't care but all right, moving on. Who's who? Jim and Dwight. I don't fucking watch The Office. Well, watch it because it's the greatest sitcom of all time. You're gonna make me fucking Dwight, aren't you? You son of a bitch. Yeah, I'm <laughs> totally gonna make you Dwight. I don't even know who the hell Jim is. So it's Jim like whatever. is John Krasinski. He's a prankster who is. It's the entire show is basically just his relationship with his wife, like trying to get her. Then he gets her. Then they get married. They have two kids. Yay, love story. Oh no, things get tough. They fixed it. Like that. It's just that's the whole show. And him playing pranks on Dwight. Dwight is the farmer who lives a very peculiar lifestyle that he refuses to alter on. And okay, farmer me, yes. Uh, quirks and inability to change you. Uh, I have of an inability to change. Suck my cock. You have a minor in it. We had this huge argument when you had to buy a new iPod for $450, and I tried to save you 200 bucks, but you were scared of change. We don't need to go back there. That was one of our biggest fights we've ever had, which admittedly <laughs> is probably good because it wasn't that big a fight. But That wasn't even a fight. That was just me being like, yeah, I'm going to get this, and then you were just trying to convince me for like two days straight. I wasn't trying like- to convince. I was trying to help. Either way, he's... Uh, super like factual like if you say something that's not true at least according to him he's like very quick to point it out like well this is how it goes yeah you're totally bullshit that's more than that that's my friends are more than that than me i'm not saying your friends aren't more than that i'm saying you have a lot of facts stored in your head so if i misuse a word or i misquote a person you're like whoa 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 this is it and i'm like oh thanks pat you're right damn fine (laughs) (laughs) 
I can spin any positive into a negative and vice versa. I can make it happen. All right. Uh, who's who? And this one I'm going to need your help on. Jeff came up with this one. He said you'd have fun with it. Who's who? Road Dog and Billy Gunn. Oh, dear God. I mean. <laughs> oh, that's a bad sign. Oh, Jesus. Um, I'm going to look them up because I honestly am not sure who they are. I'm sure I will once I see them. Like, uh, I mean, part of me wants to say I'm more Billy Gunn because he was like the more of like the actual one that did stuff and Road Dog was more the one that talked. Um, but I do talk a lot, so like this is a <laughs> but, tough one. <laughs> but I'm a rather chatty individual. <laughs> I mean, like my gut Whoa. says Road Dog, but like my head says probably Billy Gunn. Wow, Road Dog got old. Or well, Billy yeah, Gunn. he's now one of the head writers one. of SmackDown. The blonde one got old quick. Oh yeah, that's Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn got old so fast. He looked like sixty when he was only in his thirties. Yeah, he uh, currently works in New Japan, so. Like still wrestling, yeah, neat. Well, I'll he just... was actually he was still a coach for WWE until they found out that apparently he was not only uh, engaging in powerlifting competitions but juicing for them. And he, they were like, "Well, Double I guess you're fired." <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. I mean, it's not, but because that's me and I don't do steroids. But I guess no, I could I said start. You were, I said, "Oh, I was okay." I'm Road Dog. Road Dog. I like his name better. Anyways, it fits me road dog all right that wraps that up that's three three and three that's how we play it so moving to who would win in a fight all i've got left is no i've got all superheroes and three like normal ones do you want me to keep them scattered or do you just want to go all in on one whatever you want to do all right i'll just keep them scattered then who would win in a fight Ah, i know who you're gonna say but i want explanations wolverine versus black panther that's not even a fucking question. Like, Wolverine can fucking heal and is a trained fucking mach- like weapon killer. So, yeah, like- Black Panther has the spirit of the god, and he's, like, super martial artist, and his suit is impenetrable, and he's got claws. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You know, you know what? That's what I'm saying. He has weapons. Wolverine is a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> Could Wolverine's claws puncture the suit? Yes. It's made of vibranium. Yes. <laughs> Adamantium stronger than vibranium? From everything I've ever read in the history okay. of comic books, yes. <laughs> also, I'm going to say this every time we bring it up. It's bullshit that Bullseye has an adamantium skeleton. I'm not okay with that. The logic is not sticking with me. I hope they change it one day. Well, that's why I like... Have you seen Logan yet? No. Don't spoil well, it. Because is... I might go watch it on Tuesday. I don't consider this like a spoiler. Um, but basically, there's the whole thing. is kind of like as he gets older, obviously his... his um, Healing factor is kind of starting to kind of falter. Yep. And um, so basically, um, the adamantium skeleton is starting to like take its toll. And I was just like, that's my whole thing with Bullseye having it is I'm like, that doesn't really make sense because if he doesn't have a healing factor, it would just fucking yeah, it would just be poison. Like well, it would just would, kill well him. even then, it would kill him immediately going in because his body wouldn't be yeah. able to heal around. But let's say they figured that out. A, his his he doesn't have the ability to carry that around because your skeleton weighs like 800 pounds. He's not strong enough, and his muscles don't heal quick enough. B, if, if he was, anytime he landed a punch, the skeleton would just tear through the meat and the bones on him, or the meat and the, and the flesh. So that's not cool. And C, no! Only one man... You don't give that to someone else. No, I mean, Sabretooth also has a... Oh, he, yeah, he eventually did get one, didn't he? That's a good and point. I feel like... I feel like everybody in Weapon X, so I mean, I'm pretty sure... Deadpool has one. I could be wrong, but yeah, I don't think Deadpool. Maybe, but I don't think. I so. thought everybody in no, because they X... sh- there's lots of times where they show Deadpool's actual bones, whether he's getting stuff ripped off or he's what and what. So I don't think Deadpool does, but still, I- I'm okay with Sabretooth. That's his brother. That's like a- the dynamic between the two. Cool. That's not his fucking brother, <laughs> but like... hey, you've called me your brother. Are you taking that back right now? No, but I'm saying they don't. For then one they're thing... brothers. They're like, they fucking hate each other. Brothers! So. They were brothers at one point. Adopted brothers. No, they weren't. That was just a thing the movie did. Like, the dog no. Logan was not Sabretooth. No, the, um, the, 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 I have X-Men uh, Origins, uh, the, the paperback, or the, come on, Kevin, use your words, the trade of, uh, it shows Wolverine's origin and him and Sabretooth, like, the dad kills the other dad. That was not, that was, that was dog Logan. Dog Logan is not Sabretooth. What? There's a dog, yeah. Logan? 
Yes, that was his like adopted dad's son, um, his like half brother. That is not Sabretooth. Sabretooth's a different oh, guy. Oh, okay. Never mind. I'm not as cool with it anymore. Only Wolverine gets the adamantium skeleton. Moving on. Who would win in a fight? And you're gonna have to think really hard about this one. Michael Sarah versus Will Wheaton. I mean, I guess Will Wheaton has experience on his side. He's an older gentleman. Michael Sarah, he has the youth and like you know, <laughs> he's like the, almost he's like 27 or 28 now, isn't he? Well, yeah. I'm just saying he's still like I would say. Okay, it's like if you put like Chuck Liddell in a fight with like um like who is like a middleweight currently um. I can't think of middleweight currently, but like, let's say it was like Sage Northcutt or whatever, like a younger guy. Mm-hmm. Like, he has experience, but their body hasn't been beaten up. So it's like, it's a toss up. I mean, I would say probably Will Wheaton, because I say experience, because it's like the whole old adage, like, nothing outweighs experience. So. I guess. Michael Sarah's lanky, though. He's got the reach. He's definitely got so the reach. Will Wheaton. Have you ever seen Stand By Me? That motherfucker is lanky as fuck. Okay, yes, when he was a child, but I've seen him now, and he's kind of portly. I saw him on The Big Bang well, yeah. Theory. But I'm pretty sure he still, like, got... I mean, his height still exists. It's not like he shrunk when he got fat. Hold on. Let's let's size these two up. Let's figure this out. We can do this. You know what that would be funny for? One of the the uh, celebrity showed... What was it called? The claymation show where they had people beat oh, each other? Oh, celebrity deathmatch. Yeah, celebrity deathmatch. All right, so Michael Sarah is 28 years old. Yeah. Come on, give me his give me his size. How tall is he? How tall is Michael Sarah? There we go. Michael Sarah is what? That's not right. It says he's about five nine. That doesn't seem uh, right. I, I believe that. Wow. Okay. Well, now let's look up Will Wheaton because my whole theory might get thrown out. Might just get thrown to the wayside. Come on. Come on, phone. Will? How tall is Will Wheaton? How do you spell Wheaton? Just kidding. W H. Okay. All right. Now, now we're getting down to brass tacks. Oh, he's five ten. Okay, so it's actually pretty, pretty close. But he's dramatically older. He was born in nineteen seventy two. Holy crap! He's that old? Well, yeah. I mean, that fucking. I mean, that movie came out in like the mid eighties. Like, what the fuck do you want? I didn't expect him to be freaking forty four years old. I thought he was. I don't know. I guess I don't know. Doesn't matter. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll concede to that one. I think Will Wheaton could, could, could out scrap Michael Sarah. All right. Then next one, last one. Uh, who would win in a fight? Thor versus Aquaman. Oh, you son of a bitch! Um, That's a toughie. That's a good. One. I had the biggest argument at work today with Sanchez. With, with, it, I actually withheld the argument. I kept going. I'm not going to argue with you. I'm going to walk away. I don't want to sit because I didn't want to get too feisty. He was going on about why Marvel's so much better than DC. I said you can't say that. He said their superheroes are crap. I said you can't say that. He goes, Aquaman's a piece of trash. How can you defend him? And I just got fiery up because you've made me love Aquaman. I love that guy. So I was getting heated. But anyways, Thor, Aquaman. Well, it depends. How close? To, how close to water are they? Uh, well, let's just say, um, hmm. They both usually fight near cities. Let's pretend they're fighting in New York City. There's definitely water present, but there's a, lot, a small amount of land for them to punch each other around on. Okay, I feel like it'd be more likely to be Thor in that kind of a situation because Thor is an actual god, yeah. and Aquaman is like, and he's half Atlantean and half man. So, like, yeah, that's superpowers and everything, but that's not god level. So, like, I mean, it's like if they were fighting like on the coast. And, like, Aquaman could, like, bring up, like, fucking all these kind of creatures from the deep. Mm-hmm. Or even, like, an aquarium. That'd be cool. And, and Aquaman's um, mad strong. If he gets one good punch on Thor and then throws him a few miles into the ocean, that gives him a leg up, too. Well, like, you gotta fair. get creative with your fight. What's I'm saying. But, like, if we're just talking about, like, basically, like, if two dudes in a city having a slugfest, I feel like Thor comes out on top. Okay. Like, if you, if they were anywhere near the coast, I think Aquaman would have a slight leg up. At least it would be more balanced. All right. Well, then how about this? We won't do the, the this or that. We won't do a definitive. We won't do an out of 100. You're writing the story. How do you play it out? I would 
definitely have like I said like it, well, that's what I'm saying like if you, it's it, if I was writing a story I think it'd be visually interesting to have it near the sea and to have like big fucking like Cthulhu monsters involved so like in that case Aquaman would win but like in your situation where you're giving me like they're in the middle of the city then I feel like that's more Thor's wheelhouse because Thor is a god well don't take my suggestion so if you're telling me if you write it you would have like the Kraken come out and fucking eat Thor's butthole well, I wouldn't have him eat him necessarily, but I'd definitely have him like. What about his butthole? Would you have him just do something to it? No, because okay. I'm not you and I'm not weird. I'm just trying to figure out where you're at, man. I'm just trying to kind of feel you out. Not your butthole. We you live are. far away, but I'm just saying, you know, by wow. chance. Wow. All right, fine. Okay, so we'll give this one to Thor then. It just seems more logical. I mean, in our own stories, you can get as creative as you want, but, you know, according to the character's mythos, we'll go with Thor. All right, cool. All right, and now that's it for for, for, for that game for who would win in a fight. Uh, I I liked to call the last part science facts, but I kind of think it'd be more fun just to do like final topic. So, but science will be involved a lot because I still listen to a lot of science and I'm still reading a lot of sciencey books, so that will come up. But I wanted to tell you about a story I'm going to be pitching on. What did I just say? So, because I thought it was hilarious. I, I it's not 100 percent original. I got it off Tumblr. But I'm, we do this thing on that show where we it's called Storyboard. Anytime a fun... Remember how we did comic creation? Which, by the way, I want to do another one very soon because I love that. Um, we do on our show with... Anytime one of us comes up with an idea we like in random conversation, whether we're making up a story or whatever, we, yell, we, we say the word storyboard, stop all discussion, and create a story around whatever we're talking about. That's how we got the Hippopotamus Punisher. That's how we got... Rocky Danielson, a suicidal speedster, and it's wonderful. So, what I'm thinking, you tell me if you would read this comic, if I can get this to be a good enough story for you. I found it on Tumblr, and I thought it was really cool. Person dies, right? And let's, I don't know if I want superpowers involved, or if I want it to be supernatural or whatnot, maybe I can get some input from you. Person dies, half of, his body becomes a zombie, his soul becomes a ghost. How dope would that be? Because, I mean, technically the body, is, the zombie is literally, there's nothing left of, of Patrick after you die. It's just zombie body. Where ghosts are the exact opposite. It's only the consciousness, not the body. I mean, that is a cool idea. I mean, at the same time, I feel like, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean. Do you mean, Patrick? Do you mean? <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. Like, it's just like... <laughs> I mean, I I feel like it would be plausible. I mean, it would be hard to figure out. Yeah, it's, would it's it like, be cooler to do it kind of like um, mummy esque, where it was like mummy and ghost as opposed to zombie? Because then you could no, pull in like a well, god the aspect. Same fucking thing. The well, same I know. Thing. No, <laughs> zombies is like this. Well, depending on which one you go off of, can happen to thousands of people. Just comes up out of nowhere. Whereas mummies is like Egyptian god related, so you could be more specific with it. Not just a bunch of mummies, 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 a bunch Egyptian of mummy god. mummies. It was just motherfucking Egyptian royalty that came back from the fucking dead because of fucking voodoo priests and shit. Like, yeah, so it's the same. That's religion, thing. yo. Oh, whatever. So I'm just saying. So the same be... basic fucking principle. So would would it be cooler if this was more singular, like just this person was a zombie ghost thing, or would it be more like oh a bunch of zombies or like a zombie apocalypse, but the one soul of this one comes down and sees his body and they go on adventures and solve stuff? <laughs> I mean, I personally like the one better. Just that person becoming the two things. I think it's more relatable, like because you're gonna relate to one more than anything else. Yeah, because what um... what struck in my head was kind of be like a um, warm bodies esque story. Mm-hmm. how it's still that person even though this fucking affliction has taken them over what's the thing the thing about fucking that drives me insane about warm fucking bodies is like i had the idea um let the dead kind of do it too um when i was like 15 or 16 mm-hmm. that like i was gonna do a zombie movie where basically like the zombies were like the protagonists like, they were the good guys yeah and the humans trying to kill them were the bad guys because basically it was zombies kind of learning kind of to be half like so basically like regaining their humanity yeah and then like they fucking did that shit i'm like motherfucker you stole my motherfucking idea this is why i should copyright things this is bullshit i know i've already lost out on two stories i pitched on here that have already happened i don't remember what they were but that was like fucking i pitched a a story to kevin um for us to write and direct together like about a year ago 
And then I realized recently they basically made it, and that was essentially "Don't Breathe." And I was like, "We could have oh, yeah, millionaires, exactly. asshole." It's good. But I was like, we could have been millionaires, asshole, but no, you had to laugh at my idea. <laughs> In your face. So it's kind of like a, uh, like the end of uh, I Am Legend, similar-esque thing, where it's like, oh shit, because at the end of I Am Legend, he realizes that me killing them is ruining their life. Like, this this is what they become accustomed to, and I'm fucking with it. But it'd be only from the perspective of the other side. That'd be kind of cool. Exactly. Yeah. That'd be really neat. Oh, man, you could do it like a, um, uh, I think it's called The Outsiders, or maybe... The Nicole Kidman movie? Maybe it's not Nicole Kidman. It's one of those actresses. Uh, anyways, her kids are seeing ghosts and shit's happening, and it turns the out others. at the end that the others. You could do it like that. The whole movie is like zombie apocalypse, except the zombies are intelligent, quote unquote, and they're using like guns on us, and we're running away from them. And then at the very end of the story, it's like flip the script. The good guys were the zombies the whole time. Yeah, that'd be good. I mean, why oh, it's funny? it'd be like my favorite book of all time, Lord of the Flies. The ending to that book, even though it's a short book, it's only like 150 pages, you start believing that they're like these buff, tall, like savage men. And then at the very end of the book, like the, like one of the greatest lines is the guy shows up and it's just 12-year-old twelve year old boys. They're killing each other. They're hunting stuff. They're setting up traps. And then it's just, oh, they're just kids. Yeah. That's cool. Anyways, sorry. I ruined your thing. Well, no, but yeah, it's like, this is my whole thing is like, that was the, what, I mean, yeah, it's like all the ideas that rattle around in my head. Um, but yeah, the one thing is, I mean, in fairness, I guess, uh, Romero kind of was already building to that. Cause if you watch like day of the dead with like mm -hmm. bub, where basically it's like the zombie that's kind of, they're be being taught to kind of remember, or even just to like be a human, even if he's not remembering who he was. It's just um, like f shaping them to be normal again. And then, like, Land of the Dead, that's kind of like the next logical step. So it does kind of, I guess it was Romero's first, but I hadn't seen that at the time. I hadn't seen Day of the Dead until I was, like, uh, my late teens, early 20s. Um, so, like, to me, I mean, it was a completely original idea because I had never seen that fucking movie. So. Yeah, it was, it's like a, it's like that. there's a scene from The Office where Michael's talking about how creative he was when he was younger when they won't give him an episode. He's like, when I was five years old, I drew a unicorn. Never hadn't even seen one before, and I just drew a horse with a big spike on its head that flew over rainbows. And I was five, couldn't even talk yet. <laughs> that's the end of that little scene. But that's what it's like. I hate getting ideas and then realizing they're not original. Which I'm trying to remember what I did on here. I pitched some sort of story about two superheroes fighting that I was like, that would be awesome. You're like, yeah, it happened. Wasn't that awesome? And I was like, oh, come on. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's the worst feeling ever. But all right. That'll wrap it up because we got more to talk about. So what's going to happen here is, A, if you want to hear about my ghost zombie story, listen to what did I just say. B, if you like just hearing me talk that one, if you like hearing Patrick, Gifted Punksters. C, Kevin Cardinal, listen to me loud and clear, you little punk-ass punk. I want to do a crossover episode with Gifted Punksters as well. So I want to do uh, Man of the Machine, what did I just say, which we'll do in the future. I want to do Gifted Punksters and Man of the Machine. think it'd be a lot of fun. We could just get him on Skype. The mics do the omnidirectional. Even without the omnidirectional, it sounds fine. Um, so yeah, mother little punk-ass little punk bitch-ass bitch. You're going to get on here. You're going to talk with us about I don't know what yet. And D, was I numbering or lettering? Yeah, I think you were numbering. Okay. D, <laughs> we are going to release an episode. When is WrestleMania? Sunday. On Sunday. So we'll probably release it either Sunday morning or Monday after WrestleMania. I don't know which. Sunday morning. We will be releasing it on Sunday. Uh, just a little short one. Patrick's got a quizzy for me. We're going to talk a little bit about wrestling. So this has been Men of the Machine. I'm Kevin. I'm Pat. And thanks for listening. <laughs>